Access is everything. Hi, everybody. This is Bill Zadites inviting you to become a member of CMG Premium. CMG Premium provides you with an upgraded level of knowledge, research, data, analysis, and much more. With VIP content curated from all of our industry verticals, you'll have more access with CMG Premium. Start your 45-day free trial by visiting autoremarketing.com and click on the green tab labeled Members. That's the green tab labeled Members at autoremarketing.com. Have access to more with CMG Premium. Hello again, and welcome back to the Auto Remarketing Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Zolovich, part of the team at Cherokee Media Group and senior editor at AutoFin Journal and Subprime Auto Finance News. For this episode of the podcast, pleased to be joined with Joe St. John, who is the head of digital retail at AutoFi, one of last year's Emerging 8 honorees highlighted in AutoFin Journal for advancing the industry through technology. Joe, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Nick, thank you so much for having me, man. I'm, I'm really excited uh, about our conversation today. Good, good. Well, first and, and foremost, uh, in the times that we are in nowadays, just how are you and your friends and family feeling nowadays? You know, I so we recently relocated to Oklahoma, where I'm originally from, and um, it's been a massive blessing for us. I've got four kids under five, and, um, and being in a space where we have, uh, you know, wide open spaces, uh, has been really, really, really nice. So my family's doing well. We've been hunkered down. My last dealership visit was March 13th. And I've been effectively working from home, uh, like the rest of us every day since then. So we're doing well. I, I think we've found some creative outlets to, you know, expand the children's energy. We've been doing lots of like outdoor walks and bicycle rides and, you know, painting. And, and I have a, a newfound respect for teachers, by the way. Like I, um, I am not a good kindergarten teacher. That's been the biggest lesson, uh, for me during COVID. Well, that's so great to hear that uh, the active household is is all doing well. Well, well certainly uh, no one wanted uh, a pandemic and a set of circumstances like we are all uh, uh, facing nowadays. But, uh, but looking at it, uh, perhaps uh, what have the current conditions done to propel uh, automotive digital retailing forward that perhaps no other trigger or factor could have done? Yeah, so I think it's really simple from my vantage point, right? Um, when I look at what the last few months have done for our industry, I see it as pouring an accelerant onto an already shifting set of circumstances. So you think about consumer behavior, the behavior of an automotive consumer has been changing pretty dramatically over the last five to 10 years, right? I mean, I started selling cars in 1998. I worked through every channel of variable ops. So I was a GM of a Toyota store. And, you know, the, the behavior of the consumer really in the last few years is, is just is just completely transformed, right? When you think about 10 years ago, uh, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you were getting DVDs through the mail via Netflix. Now you hit a button and download your favorite shows, right? You know, uh, three, four months ago, maybe one or two nights every so often, you would order food from your favorite, you know, your favorite restaurant. It would be delivered to your house and you would eat it in your living room in your sweatpants while streaming your favorite TV show. And if you think about what COVID did, 
it just increased our reliance on those massively convenient shopping options. So from a consumer perspective, what it really did was make this idea of uh, of really seamless commerce happening wherever I, the customer, happened to be much more normalized even than it was a few months ago. And a few months ago, it was already fairly normalized because we were all buying stuff through Amazon, right? You hit a button and deodorant shows up at your house in two days. But I think what COVID did in the auto space was really, um, really, you know, leave no choice for a lot of dealers that wanted to maintain their sales operations to do anything outside of looking at ways to get creative and leveraging available technology to move the point of sale to wherever the consumer was. So you saw dealers like, you know, Matt Blatt, Kia up in New Jersey, that their dealership showroom was shut and they were pacing with a closed showroom to have a record month in May, or they're still pacing to have a record month in May versus what they did last year, right? Or, or, or stores like Sam Pack Dallas, um, which had a, a, a 20 or 18%, I believe, larger April than they had the year before and are on pace right now to have a 28% larger May than they had last year. And they're leveraging remote technology like AutoFi and AutoAlert and the, and the tools that are available to really move the point of sale to their consumer. And in doing so, are building a lot of loyalty. They're building um, a, a better margin. They're doing all of these things by creating operational efficiencies that are delivering really positive outcomes. And so, you know, my big hope is that, is that as we start to come out of this, the learnings that dealers have developed by going through this really painful process we can carry forward as we as we move into a new normal, right? So as we move forward, the net operational efficiencies that we develop, the ability to find new ways to interact with our consumers, that we don't try to, you know, knee-jerk back to the way that we've always done things, and we continue this progression towards a customer-centric model that actually delivers superior results. The voice you're hearing is our special guest for this episode of the podcast, Joe St. John, who is the head of digital retail at AutoFi. And, and as you referenced, uh, different stores and, and how they're, uh, uh, performing, uh, during, during these ongoing times, just, uh, from your vantage point, how quickly did dealers realize that they had some, f- good fundamentals in place for a smooth digital retailing process? And, and conversely, how did some stores realize that they, they needed some assistance in order to remain viable? Yeah, so one of the things that's been really incredible for me is I, I've been really inspired by the creativity and grit of auto dealers, right? The ability to adapt rapidly to changing circumstances. You know, uh, I think we are all kind of coming out of this COVID experience in each in different ways, but there were some really terrifying moments. There were some really hard moments. There were some, I mean, I took phone calls from dealers that I consider really good friends that had to make really tough decisions. And for me coming out of this, I, I think that what has been so inspiring was seeing how rapidly dealers were able to implement systems and processes that created a set of fundamentals to deliver an experience to their customer irrespective of uh, of their situation. Right? I think about the New York dealers that were able to band together and lobby through the you know, their state dealers association to get Cuomo to change direction and, and realize that service departments and vehicle sales could operate in a safe way in that environment and deliver an essential level of business, right? And, and, and what I saw was dealers like, 
you know, Pat Milliken and, and, and you know, these groups that, that had found ways to adopt a new set of systems and processes where they were doing things and learning from other industries, right? Dealers that were doing curbside pickup, just like a restaurant, right? You could do everything online through our website. We could send you an, uh, you know, an automated deal through AutoFi where you could actually submit it online, get a real-time credit decision, get everything contractable, and we as a dealer could do the same level of touchless delivery that companies like Tesla are advertising. And seeing dealers um, adopt that in really rapid succession um, for me, it was incredibly uh, exciting. I mean, you know, I was doing a, a webinar series. We did it for eight weeks during the, 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 the pandemic. And it was designed to get information out to dealers rapidly on what dealers were doing that was working. And what was really incredible for me was seeing how much everyone banded together to really support each other. You would have dealers in the comments telling other dealers, you know, in the chat box during the webinar, what they were doing that was working. And you were seeing this collaborative environment because we were all facing an outside challenge that we hadn't seen before. And I gotta, like, I gotta hand it to our industry, right? I mean, there was not a lot of dealers that were trying to put their head in the ground and take cover. There's a lot of dealers biting down on their mouthpiece, running into the middle of the ring and swinging, right? And I think that that's, um, that's the makeup of the people that, that built this industry, and it makes me incredibly proud to be a part of it. Our special guest for this episode of the podcast is Joe St. John, who is the head of digital retail at AutoFi. And you referenced the the webinar series that uh, AutoFi hosted. Uh, uh, no doubt a, a lot of great information was shared. If, if you could maybe uh, recap a, a one or two of, of some of those best practices in regard to remote selling and social social distancing that that were shared and, and how can other shops and dealerships get a hold of, of that series? Yeah, so um, uh, I can send you a link to that series to include when this goes out so that everybody can click on it to see all the recordings. Man, I was so impressed by the the insights that were shared, right? I mean, the, the, the creativity that dealers were exhibiting was incredible. I'll give you a couple of my favorites, right? So um, in one of them, we had uh, uh, Brian Pash come on to do an audit of five really good dealers' websites that are having really good results and suggest changes to those websites um, based on his experience and expertise in the marketing field. Those dealers immediately change their websites, and then we track the outcomes. Take Matt Black Kia, who I referenced earlier in Egg Harbor and uh, some of their Egg Harbor Township in New Jersey. Um they made some simple changes, right? They changed their branding from just saying like 100% online to actually white labeling it, creating a separate logo. They called it Fast Track. They used a challenger color, which was green. They removed all of their call to actions except one call to action that said calculate payments in that same green with a clear explanation of their online process underneath it. They said, um, they clearly identified on their like homepage, when you go to their webpage, their brand promise, like four day, you know, no questions asked return policy, like all of these things that they highlighted. And they implemented those kind of customer acquisition, marketing and education pieces. And what they saw when they did that was a 400% increase in the number of applications that their dealers are coming through AutoFi. They also saw about, a, a, it was a 160% increase in the number of approvals 
that were happening on those applications. So not only did they get more customers engaged in their digital process, they also, on top of that, got customers to come in at a at a higher credit band to represent a, a, a stronger portion of potential to buy a vehicle. So the marketing that dealers were sharing and the marketing expertise really was helping dealers to drive more meaningful business. And then I'll give you my, my favorite one that came directly from a dealer. You know, we had Brian Hughes on from Sandpack uh, Ford in Dallas. And he was using this company called Auto Alerts Equity Mining uh, Engine that is uh, we, we at Autofy just released a partnership with them that's really incredible. And we were really like surprised and, and really inspired by what Brian was doing. So he's using Auto Alert to identify the recall work that was available to go into a shop. So he was looking through Auto Alert going, okay, we've got over 10,000 recalls that we could be doing. And so instead of having the service advisors call those customers, he was having the salespeople call those customers. And they weren't calling to sell them anything. They weren't calling to try and like schedule an oil change. They were calling simply to check on their customer base and say, hey, you know, we noticed that you have a F-150 in your driveway. We're assuming you're not really driving it right now. Um, you've got two recalls on that truck. Ford's willing to pay me $25 to come pick that truck up, and they'll pay me to get the recall work. Then they'll pay me another 25 to come bring it back to you. And while we're doing that, I'll drop off a new one that you can keep in your driveway. It'll be sanitized. If you need to go anywhere, feel free to use it. And uh, if that's okay with you, it would help me out. It would help our dealership. It would help you to take care of something while you're just, just staying at home. And then all these customers say, yeah, sure, come pick up my car and do the recall work. So they bring the truck in. Service advisor would do an MPI. They do their multi-point inspection. They would call the customer, go over all the work that the truck was going to need. And then the salesperson would call the follow-up by looking inside of AutoAlert to identify the equity position of the consumer and put together a, an option for a swap. And, and their pitch was pretty simple. They would say, Mr. Customer, I noticed that you have your vehicle in here, uh, you know, or that I brought your vehicle in. We got the recall work completed. There is a little bit of service work. I'm assuming your service advisor is called to go over with you. But, you know, I was taking a look at our system, and you've got eight payments left on this F-150. You've got about $10,000 in equity. Did you know that with the special program that Ford's running right now with 0% for 84 and no payments for the next four months, you can trade that vehicle in, take five grand of that equity out, put it in your savings account to give yourself a little bit of cushion. Because of the special interest rate of 0% for 84, you can even drop the payment on this brand new truck that's sitting in your driveway by almost $200. So you can take out the 5000 drop your payment, and give yourselves four months of no payments. Is that something you'd be interested in exploring? And the customer was like, yeah, of course. They would send them an interactive deal through AutoFi, and then the customer would check themselves out. So they were getting really creative in putting meaningful, direct, targeted marketing messages and sales messages to those consumers, leveraging the recall work to keep their shop busy and keep driving revenue for the dealership. So we were seeing some very specific and tactical approaches that were incredibly creative and incredibly unique. Um, from both the marketing and messaging and education side, all the way to the like specific sales processes the dealers were executing. Closing moments here with on the podcast with Joe St. John, who is the head of digital retail at AutoFi, one of last year's Emerging 8 honorees, highlighted in the AutoFin Journal for advancing the industry through technology. And and Joe, throughout our, our, our conversation, you, you referenced uh, all the activities that, that have happened uh, despite 
uh, COVID-19 influencing our lives. Uh, what perhaps maybe are, are some permanent changes to vehicle retailing that, that might have come about because of this pandemic? Uh, how do you see the road going forward? Yeah, so uh, I was watching a, I was actually watching a podcast with my wife the other day, and Yuval Harari, who wrote the book Sapiens, was being asked, uh, and he's a professor, you know, when are we going to go back to normal? And he's like, that's not the right question. We're not going to go back to normal. We're going to go to a new normal. And he uses universities as an example. He said, you know, we've been talking about taking classes online for um, for 10 years. Right? For a decade, we've been talking about taking more and more classes online. And we've taken a few here or there. In the last week, we took 100% of our college courses online. We're not going to go back from that. Right? Like, that's something that is out of the bag now. Now, we're still going to have in, like, you know, in-classroom experiences. That's still going to be a part of the tactical learning experience. But the world has shifted because we were forced to find ways to get creative in our abilities to deliver this messaging. I think for dealers, like, the, the cat is out of the bag, so to speak, right? When the OEMs and the individual dealers and the market as a whole have advertised for the last three or four months, you know, shop from home, buy from home, we'll bring the car to you, you can do curbside pickup, the old way of buying a car you don't have to do anymore. I think what that means is that going forward, there's going to be a larger and larger growing slice of consumers that expect that level of experience and that will find their way to dealers that can deliver that level of experience. So I think this is one of those moments where as a dealer, you can seize this opportunity to capitalize on that and grow your business or you can try to continue to exist the way that you've always done and see a diminishing level of returns. So what I believe is going to happen going forward is that obviously people are going to still buy cars, right? <laughs> it's like my old boss said, we're too lazy to walk. So obviously the auto industry is going to continue to, to really thrive. But the dealers that are going to win in the new normal are the ones that have embraced or are going to embrace a customer-centric, digitally empowered sales and buying experience that helps to move the point of sale to wherever their customer happens to be. That's Joe St. John, head of digital retail at AutoFi. Joe, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast and and all the best to uh, keep up with the active client work as well as that busy household. Well, thank you so much, Nick, and I've, uh, I've had a lot of fun on here. And if you've missed any of our past episodes, just go to our website at autoremarketing.com and click on the podcast box to find our library of past episodes. For my colleague Joe Overby and our executive producer Matt Rice, I'm Nick Sulevich. We thank you for joining us and we look forward to having you again next time on the Auto Remarketing Podcast. Access is everything. Hi, everybody. This is Bill Zadites inviting you to become a member of CMG Premium. CMG Premium provides you with an upgraded level of knowledge, research, data, analysis, and much more. With VIP content curated from all of our industry verticals, you'll have more access with CMG Premium. Start your 45-day free trial by visiting autoremarketing.com and click on the green tab labeled Members. That's the green tab labeled members at autoremarketing.com. Have access to more with CMG Premium.